This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Can we plant too many corn or soybean acres this year to overwhelm the demand side of the bull market? New crop supply will not be available for end users until next harvest, regardless of acres. The USDA base forecast for 92 million acres of corn and 90 million soybean acres is 2 million more than the previous records for combined corn and soybeans. Whatever intentions are, farmers have to be able to follow through. March corn acreage intentions last year of 97 million got drowned in the prevent plant. USDA is not forecasting preventive plant will be an issue this year. We have drought building in the northern Corn Belt and the southeast region of the United States being the wet one. The first several inches of rain would go right down into soil moisture reserves before mud is created where we live. That should facilitate early planting. The trade is going beyond the USDA's 2 million acre record combined corn and soybean acreage estimate forecasting a 3.2 million increase in combined corn and soybean acres will get planted. The trade is looking for 93.2 million acres of corn and 90 million acres of soybeans. The bottom end of the range of trade estimates for corn is 92 million, matching the USDA base forecast. The top end is 94.5. It should be noted that USDA took soybeans out of the residual category on their balance sheet for more seed. In our operation last year, we were just 10% soybeans, and we'll be 60% this year. Getting to 90 million acres of soybeans doesn't seem so hard to me as getting to 93.2 million acres of corn. That perception has been opposite of what some farmer surveys have found that favor more corn holding back the soybean acres. I think that farmers stung by a corn-on-corn yield lag last year will find less corn-on-corn, and it is very hard to add more corn acres without maintaining and adding to corn on corn. I have no idea where these acres will come from. In dry regions, I see sorghum as a feed grade of choice. I think that any negative reaction to the planning intentions report will prove to be a buying opportunity. Cash markets are still strong. Previously, our local ethanol plant was only bidding out a couple of months, and the highest bid was for immediate delivery and now appear more confident that it will produce ethanol into 2022. They changed to a par basis, and they're bidding $0.17 cents over July for July. There's not much carry being put into the market, but the cash doesn't show the $0.16 cent discount that the July futures contract has to the May, adding it larger to the basis. I think the futures discount is a buying opportunity for end users. Market weakness ahead of the reports on Wednesday should give them some buffer to bearish news. On the hogs. I think that there's still upside room in the pork trade if and when water slows seasonally. Hog values have been climbing relative to pork values. The standard packer margin was just $12.51 on Monday, so if still costs are $40 ahead, this is not a happy Easter for Tyson and other packers who have to pay for hogs. Integrated producers, on the other hand, are seeing their dreams come true. I think that the hog market may not be able to sustain the straight-up acceleration, but should hold up well this summer nevertheless. They should have the margin to pay the feed bill. We made recommendations to cover feed needs in July corn and soy meal. We may find out that Chinese hogs are eating the corn that U.S. producers expected to feed. If the old crop soybean supply has been depleted, then the domestic crush will flow and soy meal prices will rise. On cattle, 
Don't be a short kill week for the Easter holiday. Packers have had the beef product market up on a roll, and the choice left spread into $7. Spring is coming, and the grills will get fired up after Easter. I'm optimistic for the beef market, but not so much for the cattle market. The beef market has outperformed the cattle market due to leverage issues related to kill capacity, and I do not see that changing. Packers have been reluctant to share the wealth they have received from the beef market with feedlots. As to our recommendation to cover feed needs, that means that the hogs are near the source of physical supply, while they'll have to ship it in unit trains down to panhandle feedlots. Cattle can be fed alternative feedstuffs, such as feed wheat or sorghum. We've been hearing a feedlot struggling to source feed of any kind from anywhere. It's only March, so it's a long time until new crop relief. Feed coverage using the Chicago border trade is recommended. However, corn and hogs need physical supply. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-0110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.